You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Referral Mortgages and Blue Panda Realty, with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate in our nation's capital. Yes, 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 we are back. It is Toe Rep, the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. Say. <laughs> Same thing as usual. Paul intros, Greg laughs. I just threw it out there. <laughs> toe rep. Toe rep. Toe rep. And my name is Paul Stevenson. I'm one of the owners of Referral Mortgages, also a mortgage agent. I'm here, as always, with Greg Campbell and David Warren. Greg Campbell is a partner at Blue Panda Realty. David Warren, my business partner at Referral Mortgages, also an owner, a mortgage agent. And uh, we're here every week to talk about uh, real estate, mortgages, whatever else we want to talk about. Today is near the end of November. And uh, I like to tell myself jokes. I just say things and laugh to myself. <laughs> you do. How, Paul, how are you guys doing? Your mic, is, your mic is exceptionally hot there, Paul. I don't is know what's it? going on. It's because I'm yeah. leaning into it. How's that? Is that better? Much better. Sit, just, just, just sit back. Just sit All right. Back. Stop being so enthusiastic. Yeah, stop being so excited on a Monday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what's up, guys? Weekend's good. Weekend was good. Yeah. Oh, I'll let Dave good. go first. I'll let Dave go <laughs> yeah. first this week. No, it was good for me. I, uh, yeah, pretty well took it easy all weekends. Uh, did something I haven't done before was I ordered a movie that is in theaters right now. Ordered that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ordered the Bond. What? Or the mm-hmm. new Bond? Yeah. Watched that at home, which was very odd. But to pay twenty five dollars for a movie to watch it at home. Yeah. But uh, you know, side <laughs> of the times. Actually, I did. I did the same thing. To be honest. Yeah, I did the same thing with the Bond movie last weekend. Wow. Okay, so I'm not alone in this. No. All right. No. I Solid. want to see the new the new Will Smith movie. I'd like to see King mm, King Richard. Oh, yeah. King Richard. I was going to say King Arthur. Venus, I'm like that's not the right. Venus thing. Williams uh, movie. Or we're Venus in this weird spot with movies now, where movies were like I really liked going to the movies in the pandemic because they would like block the seats out next to you, and there were like so yeah. like no one was sitting next to you in the theater. But now that the the capacity restrictions are gone, and it's like full crammed in there like next to everybody nah i'm not about that anymore i don't like (laughs) it's not even it's not even about covid or anything it's just i don't like people (laughs) i don't want to be there with them (laughs) what are all these other people doing in this public theater that's fair that's fair um i I used to be the guy that would always be like you know go to the movies when friends would be like go to the movies i'd be like look i'd be like i'll go to the movies with you as long as we go early because i'm that guy that i like to go early i will wait to get to go be in first and get the good seat when I used to go to the, mm. the movie, I would hate waiting till the last minute and then just being all like, oh, sit wherever you sit, where you get. Yeah, front row. Or what you get. See, I, I, was friends with, I was friends with people like you, and I would just show up on, you know, as the movie's starting with a seat or reserved, that. you know? Yeah. And, and, I, and, I was ha- and I was happy to do that for people, too, because I was just be like, I know that no one's going to do this, and I want to do it, so I'm going to be that guy. You're welcome. The, reserved seats at the movie theater, the- best thing of the since sliced bread. Like... Greatest advent of the 21st century, reserving seats in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. v- the VIP, sure, like at sure. Lansdowne and stuff, where you can actually book your seat, it's phenomenal. Anyway, yeah, I used to just, just I used to just put my coat down and then rip back to the arcade for uh, for 25 minutes. <laughs> that's way back. The old, uh, oh my God, what was that place called at the bottom of St. Laurent? Um, 
the arcade. Oh, okay. Cyberdome. Cyberdome. Wow. They had this mm-hmm. epic skiing go, game. I'll um, take it way back. I, I I used to hit the wizard at Shoppers City. If anyone the knows what oh, yeah. Shoppers City was. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Ogilvy Road. I think that was like yeah, yeah. only in the East End Arcade. That was the spot. Wow. Yeah. I forgot it was called The Wizard. It changed to something else after that, too. It was a, It became never, a, uh, just a video changed. store. Became a video no, store. Video Flix. But beside Video, video Flix, Flix, it was like a... It was... Yeah. The Wizard. Oh, my God. I remember that. <laughs> I wasn't allowed in there. My parents like, don't go in The Wizard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not allowed in there with all those misfits yeah, like Greg Campbell. <laughs> all the misfits. All Everyone's standing outside smoking. I remember being a kid like, yeah. wow, this is the coolest place ever. Everyone's smoking <laughs> cigarettes, smoking in the arcade. I'm like, wow. Leather, oh, yeah. leather coats, heavy metal Remember, music playing. Yeah, wow, that's <laughs> hilarious! What a flashback. Um, how was your weekend, Greg? It was good. I uh, I did a little bit of work. I took a new new client out for some showings, and um, I had a lot of showings on on my listing. One of my listings in Orleans. We're doing offers today. Pretty excited about that. I think we're going to break records with this one. Mm-hmm. It's uh, in in this little in the K Van community in Orleans. It's basically the only listing that's come up since they started resale or since they started completion and then, and then owners uh, were just selling right away, basically flipping the new build um, with upgrades. Like they updated the whole house. Uh, so the place is spectacular and we're on at 625. And I think we're going to shatter that by many. Where is it located? It's, sir? Uh, uh, so off of Venice road where the old uh, driving range used to be in the Cayman oh, yeah. community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Golfland. Yeah. The so Golfland community, Golfland, Golfland, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see, uh, we'll see how that goes today. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah, I'll let you know next week. Yeah, what we please do. do. Yeah. Excited to hear the uh, the tr- the change in uh, in the multi offer process. If there if there has yeah. been any. Uh, no, you, you know what, you know what's you know what's funny is that, and this one's good. Like I did a no conveyance, like no offers period, because we know that it's it's a hot property. Yeah, it's like I've been saying. I'm saying if the property is spectacular for what else has been going on in the area, it's worth doing that. Uh, and you know, we've apparently we've apparently we we will have five offers. Uh, I'm not sure. We have one already so far this morning that came in to start off. Um, but overall, looking at the market, you know, I was just looking at the numbers in Orleans again today, and the average um, list to sales price is 100. Like it's just 100. percent It's the same. So there's still properties selling under, it's proper selling at list, and there's a few selling over list, but the average is about 100, it's like 102%. Hmm. So, you know, don't get discouraged, buyers. Not every home is selling in multiple in multiple offers over list price. And how old is this uh, development where they where they signed the purchase agreement to to f- this to now complete? They moved they moved in, well they no, they they've been living there. Oh, okay. 19 it was one of the first uh, sections that was actually moving. So they've been there for two years. Um, and uh, yeah, now they're selling, they bought, they bought a newer, a newer, uh, sorry, a bigger home uh, because they're still both working from home. And uh, I think, I think I mentioned them before on the show. They're my friends that were trying to build, but mm. with all the stuff going yeah, on yeah. The land and conservation and stuff, they're just like, you know what, forget it. We're not going to wait another two years. So they bought a bigger house and they said, now at least we can stay here until they give us the go ahead and we're not going to be hating where we live. So yeah, it's good. It. Okay. Well, let's uh, yeah. Keep um, us posted. I'll keep you posted. Uh, you guys want to, let me uh, jump into that little house Sigma thing here for a minute. Cool. 
Sure. That's cool with that. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it friend. So so let's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it right now. Just briefly. Um, Everybody listening. If you haven't checked it out, there's been an app. There's an app that's been around, I should say in Toronto for a while called house Sigma. And it is, uh, it's a pretty hot tool. Um, you know, it'll give you listings, tools, give you mar- hot tools, <laughs> hot tools, give you market trends. Like I'm just looking at looking at it online right now, sold and active listings, market temperature, the absorption rate uh, indicates how fast homes are selling investor rent ratio, uh, investor demand, I should say rent ratios, sold price distribution, property type distribution. Uh, and it's in Ottawa now it came out last week. And it's a great tool for agents um, in terms of, you know, on the fly, being able to assess what a property might be worth if you're out for showings. It's also good for home sellers to get a snapshot of what their home may be worth before they uh, call an agent to look at selling. Um, and, and, or, or just home buyers, like looking at, uh, looking at statistics and the real numbers before they go out and, and look for a home and just, they can see the, the averages and the, uh, price differences like the change year over year 10-year value changes five-year value change like five-year value change right now auto i'm looking at 40 up 42 percent 10-year value change up 81 percent. crazy hmm. great tool you know where they get so, their data from well they pull it from the board they pull it from the mls and um and they're actually an active brokerage so you can work with these guys and they uh, on the site, it says contact House Sigma agent tour via video chat with Zoom or WhatsApp. So they've got a pretty slick platform here. Discuss, mm-hmm. like, look, look at this, this link. Discuss on Reddit. Discuss properties with House Sigma data and House Sigma data with other users. And they're also hiring. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was going to bring it up on, on, uh, on screen, but I think uh, to all our listeners, I think we're going to have them on the show. They reached out to us. Which is great. It shows that we're uh, making some moves too. Uh, this company is following our show, and, and they reached out and asked uh, if they could possibly be a guest and if we could talk about the the app. So, of course, we're not we're not being paid to talk. This is just uh, information. Just letting everyone know that. I feel I feel like one of those guys. Are we are we at that level now where I can say this is not a paid promotion? <laughs> yeah. Are we there? I think we're there. Soon we'll be doing paid promotions. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll uh, have these guys on. I recommend everyone check it out. HouseSigma.com. And you now, can just do you know, Greg, the market. Do you know if they charge or what's the, uh, what's the, well, like, no, not to sign up. They don't like, charge. Registry? Pardon me? No, like, no, they don't. I registered an account. It's all free. Hmm, okay. It's free info. So That's I'm great. assuming they make their money by, uh, you know, getting leads. Cause they're, they're actually a mm. brokerage. Got so it. I'm assuming they get leads. Like any other, leads. Uh, yeah. However, no, they cool. want to do it. Hmm. Very cool. So I, rec- I have I'd recommend that everybody check it out. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, no, we definitely need to have them on, and uh, it'd be interesting to see what their like. When you have a business model like that, I'd be interested to see what their projections for the overall market are in the coming, you know, five ten years. If you're that aggressive on your technology on your uh, evolution of the right. market, you know, where what's the end game in their head? Like, what are they? They have a different outlook i would assume than um most brokerages uh also i was saying to you guys before we came on here that i've been seeing uh, a lot of unreserved ads on television like cable tv you know watching the hockey game or what have you uh seeing unreserved pop up and then uh, follow-up commercial right after unreserved is uh, realtor.ca also 
pumping the marketplace with ads. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I wonder, Greg, on your end, like, have you have you heard from other real estate agents as far as you know pushing realtor to be more um, uh, like market friendly, I guess, to kind of promote using a realtor and so on? Because I, I feel like there's been more of that lately that I've seen. I haven't heard of that, but, and this is the first time I've heard of, you know, what you're talking about, just because I don't watch cable TV. So I, I wouldn't see that, but that's very interesting. And I'm not surprised at all. Uh, I, if like unreserved started doing more promotion like that, if realtor.ca was like, Oh man, we better, we better get at it. <laughs> show them, show them that there's not just unreserved to work with that realtors are still important. It's very interesting. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have to ask you, and I mean, I, I'm fully aware of the value of, of using an agent, but in your opinion, with these sorts of systems coming out, you know, access to selling data, sales data, buying data, uh, access to list your home, you know, minimal con com con commissions, oh my gosh, and conditions likely, um, you know, where, if someone was presenting this to you, like, where do you find your greatest value is when working with, with clients? It's just the actual it's the one-on-one. -on -one. It's the it's the it's the it's the real conversation, as opposed to just gathering information from a bunch of different sources. It's the you know it's it feel like somebody's actually helping you and working for you and has your best interest. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like I've said before. I, I love all these tools. I think they're great and they're great for the right people. Some a lot of people can sell their house on their own, one hundred percent, and a lot but a lot of people can't. And sometimes mm -hmm. uh, the people that can't don't know that until they try it. So mm -hmm. they, they try it and they figure it out. And that's, you know, good for them. I mean, that's how we all learn, right? Learn uh, from your mistakes. So some people can can uh, use these tools to be successful and the others, they're better off working like, with an agent. Like the tough, the biggest, the toughest part that I see or and, I've, and hear from people trying to sell on their own is that people are emotionally involved and emotionally attached to their properties. And so it really influences their negotiations. They, they aren't able to separate 100%. the emotion from, from the equation and, and leads to them actually getting less or tipping their hat in a negotiation and things like that, where, you know, that, that commission becomes irrelevant because of the way that they've negotiated or, or, or haven't, they've kind of foot in the sand and then their property sits for ages because they are emotionally attached to it and then sell at a way lesser price because of that. Um, I've got a perfect example for you. So I did uh, a purchase about a, about a month ago now, I guess, uh, probably no, probably six weeks ago. And it was a for sale by owner. Well, it wasn't a for sale by owner. It was an, it was an alternative brokerage. Um, and they had been on for two days. Their price was great. The house was great. We went in low uh, on day two. They had five other showings booked for the next day. And then they counted our offer at full price, which we took. And, you know, if we had, if we had enough, the other showings would have happened. And then we could have risked being in a multiple offer scenario, but we, we got it at full price. The house was worth more. We would have paid more for it, mm -hmm. but that's mm -hmm. just working with a, uh, you know, not really working with a true uh, representative, I should say, who had their best interest. You know, they could have, I mean, they probably could have got an extra 15K at least out of that. Or if they waited, they could have got more. So, you know, but that's exactly to your point is like, is saving that commission worth the difference in the bottom line? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes it is. A lot of the times it isn't. Do you feel like, do you think that the, that 
uh, apps like House Sigma and others will, you know, how do you think your realtor colleagues within the city will, uh, will kind of approach a new technology like this kind of coming in? Because I know people were very against, there's a lot of very much against unreserved and that's not even giving information away. Like House Sigma is giving a lot of how, like a lot of that market details away, which I assume probably a lot of your colleagues are not thrilled about, but how do you, how do you see the kind of ripple effect from them or, or chatter from them on things like this? I haven't, you know, I haven't really talked to anyone about House Sigma yet. I've only talked to a few people that have, uh, you know, have known that it's been in the GTA for a while and they think it's amazing. Mm. So, uh, you know, I think it's a great tool. I don't think too many people are going to have a problem with it. I mean, yeah. unless you're like a real old and angry agent that is just like, oh, the information is mine. <laughs> Amy yeah. for the information. You know, like everybody's got to be open to it. It's there and it's only going to get better for the consumer mm -hmm. as time goes on. Like there's, it's only going to get like crazier, more easier, <laughs> the, the amount of information that's out there, right? I've even seen a couple of, uh, of articles by major tech firms who they state that state two things. They state that this will, you know, completely change the, the real estate industry. And then they follow it up with, but we do believe that there will always be a need for a professional realtor to help with the process. Well, you know, it kind of goes with that, like making technology that can just do it all without them. They're still validating us. Well, in the, in the States, there was uh, like Zillow just, like unloaded a lot of staff and and lost a ton of money because they were because they're like they're built on AI on home valuation and all of that and then listing etc and 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 they were getting their AI was getting housing prices wrong because they weren't it wasn't up to date enough or reading the market in that exact yeah. moment um I think they had to slash their employee base by like 50 percent in the last month or so so it kind of goes to kind of go you know they're one of the biggest uh AI for mm -hmm. Uh, home valuation and things like that, right? In, in but based in the states, and they've uh, they've kind of shown that 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 human interaction yeah. or human intervention was was really needed to kind of keep a finger on the pulse. Yeah, well, that's what happened. Just so a lot of anyone that doesn't know what happened was is the the AI technology was just buying homes at what they believed was the projected price, which was way above what anyone else mm. would pay for the property, and they were doing that over and over and over and over again until it was like it made no sense. Mm -hmm. So they had all this leftover inventory that they couldn't sell <laughs> and what they paid for it, you know, and that's AI. That's, that's a very interesting thing that happened there. You know, they just yeah. to think about it. It's uh, you know, it was a great technology. It was working and then it screwed up because mm -hmm. it just got the predictions were it, way out. The AI got greedy. It got greedy. <laughs> greedy AI. It went AI. It went all I in. Played, I hate that. I it was hate playing that. Monopoly to win. It was playing Monopoly to win. It was on. Uh, it was on hyper mode. Yeah. <laughs> hotel. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, we deal with that too on our side. Like, I mean, the technology we've seen even in the you know the nine years or so we've been in the industry that it's just accelerated, and every year over year it it just gets better more intuitive uh you know even our app now which we're which we are very supportive of you know when a client fills out their profile it reads their application actually you know based on what type of employment they have how they're paid it'll request what they call smart documents so it'll actually read the application you know if they're salaried it'll ask for the right documents if they're self-employed it'll ask for the right documents if they're you know separated or divorced it'll ask for those like it, it basically uh tailors the documents we ask for based on 
how they fill out their application. Um, and on our end, you know, there's obviously the fear of, well, you know, there's systems you can plug in all the data for the mortgage and then it spits out, you know, what the best solution might be and so on. So really it's that that's the general public, it's their adoption of this technology. That's ultimately the barrier. Right. And like you said, Greg, like most people still want that personal connection right now, especially when you're talking with finances, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not, you know, millions of dollars, people still like to at least have a person they can hold accountable if something goes sideways or someone they can actually phone, like, you know, call and be like, what the hell's happening here? Um, so I still think we're a few years away, but really that, that consumer adoption is the biggest buried entry in my opinion like the tech's only going to get better and better and better it's a matter of when can it become foolproof and when are people going to trust it enough to to not deal with a human it'll be in the metaverse you know facebook will be selling homes in the metaverse in the next uh five years we we need to do a full episode i'm i'm studying that but we need to do a full episode on uh on that because it's happening now and it's crazy for yeah. anyone that doesn't know, there's people buying million-dollar properties in the metaverse. They're buying land at four million dollars. <laughs> Think about that for a second. We'll, we'll tell you more soon. <laughs> I didn't know that, but that's very interesting. I'll sit back and listen because I don't know any of this, and if I feel like I need to buy <laughs> up all the tinfoil possible at dollars at the dollar store and come yeah. on the episode. Yeah, it, the it's crazy, man. <laughs> once once I once I have a better uh, grasp of of the whole thing, I'll do a little piece on it. For sure. That's hysterical. Well, I've read somewhere that once once people spend more than 50% of their time in that verse, then it becomes essentially the real world. Like people are there more than they're here. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> buying land there, that's very interesting. But uh yeah. if you once you can get into that metaverse and start making money that you can translate into the real world, which will basically be there it. since existence. Um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see the the next wave of the next generation of people shifting their money into that you know we see all the money transitioning right now to crypto which we kind of talked about uh now with three trillion market cap um i mean the metaverse is next right people start taking their money from the real world putting it into that digital world um we'll see what happens the next 10 years will be interesting i say 10 being generous if you want to if you want some quick uh information go check decentraland or sandbox (laughs) on youtube and you can get a little bit of info you fall in a rabbit hole is what yeah. Greg's saying. Yeah, clear your schedule for the day. Kinda, kinda, clear your meetings. Yeah, it's, it's very easy to happen. <laughs> uh, Speaking right. of uh, home buying experiences, which we haven't really talked about, but we're going to talk about it. Steven, uh, our producer, was uh, telling us before the show about his uh, his experience with his, with his most recent home purchase. And uh, Steven, did you use... Any of these great systems that we're talking about, or did you go old school? Um, I yeah, we were super old school. We didn't, we had no idea what the hell we were doing at all. So uh, we opted to use professional people uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> because yeah, we we especially in the you know when when we walked into the market, it was uh, like mid to late August, uh, which was That's kind fun. of this weird pocket in the Ottawa market where it was like kind of quiet, but not really. Um, and yeah, we had no idea what to expect. We were, we walked in like ready to go into like the long haul. Like we expected, you know, to be shopping for seven months. And maybe if we were lucky, we would find something that worked out in like January or February when no one wanted to sell or buy in the winter kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so yeah, in the end, we it ended up you know like uh, like Paul and and Dave broke our mortgage, which was great. I uh, didn't use Greg, uh, but I used uh, someone Greg would agree with, uh, Marty. Uh, no, I had I had to make so here's the, here's the way the the chips fall on that. I had to make a compromise because my mother, who worked at TD Bank for her entire career, was livid at the idea of us using a mortgage broker and not just defaulting to TD Bank, and that was that. Uh, so we had to use like a TD Bank employee. Yeah, so we had to use mom's agent. Was the compromise. Um, and yeah, she's who, a great agent. yeah, Marty, Marty was fantastic. She knew what she was doing. She yeah. knew all the stuff to look out for. Um, so it was, uh, it was good. Um, but yeah, once we actually got going, um, like things, yeah, it happened way quicker than we expected it to. Frankly, it was like a whirlwind of, uh, of kind of craziness. And, uh, you know, we thought we were going to be shopping kind of on the bleeding edge of our budget. Uh, and we ended up about a hundred thousand dollars less than we thought we were going to spend. Uh, and we ended up, you know, a lot, you know, in, in a much better position than we thought we were going to. So all that to say, you know, if you're going in there, you know, with your tail between your legs, it, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, it, I think to your point, too, it's also getting prepared, right? I mean, you yeah. knew that the market was going to be busy. You kind of were expecting long haul, but kind of getting that pre-approval and going in prepared and 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 all yeah. that and and really just kind of keeping your options open looking at everything not pigeonholing yourself or being you know afraid of the market kind of just um, it was uh it was kind of and like it's funny too like the week that we decided okay let's you know let's have a conversation with uh with paul about you know what our mortgage options are it was a week in and i'm sure i could find the show if i looked for it but it was like most weeks where we have the conversation where, you know, Greg says, you know what, the best day to buy is now and uh, the next best day is tomorrow. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, oh, shit, you know, maybe he's right. And then like two days later, we talked to Paul and sure enough, yeah, yeah, you guys were right. <laughs> it was the best time to buy. Um, and uh, yeah, it worked out way better than we were ever expecting. We thought we were going to be either you know, all the way out in Orleans or south of the city, like at the far end of Barhaven. And, you know, we ended up in Gloucester 10 minutes from downtown, way closer than we thought we would ever be to downtown, which was, you know, kind of the driving thing for us. We liked being downtown. Um, but the place we were living in in center town, we kind of got pigeonholed into uh, because we were renovicted out of the Glebe, uh, like most people under 50. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, we are, the place we were living in was a compromise and it was a compromise we made before a global pandemic. So we were living in, you know, a place that was already too small for us that we were just kind of dealing with. And then, uh, both ended up working full time out of for 19 months. So I, I think what, I think what it really boils down to though, Stephen, is that, uh, you realize that the three of us represent Beacon Hill on Torup, and you just wanted true. to join the Torup crew. <laughs> That's true. Beacon Hill. That's true. Really Bring it full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You realize yeah. that Torup is BH, and you were the, the odd man out. <laughs> yeah, the absolutely. Best time to buy in Beacon Hill is today. Yeah. And the second best time to buy in Beacon Hill is Everyone tomorrow. Everyone buy Beacon Hill. Let's be honest here, Stephen. It's a great spot. It's and you know, and, and like we ran into we ran into tons of you know like I'm sure a lot of especially first time buyers probably are influenced like heavily by family. Uh, you know, especially, you know, like parents and, and other, um, like homeowners and their family are going to, are, are going to be the experts to them. Right. And, and kind of really, really influence them. 
Uh, and I feel like if we had kind of given into that, because, uh, you know, the first thing when I sent, you know, the the listing for the place we're in now, I sent it to my mom. And the first thing was like, oh, it's right next to Jasmine Crescent. And my mom, still living oh, in 1995, shit. thinks that, you know, it's uh, like this hive of gang activity and stuff when that is yeah. absolutely not the case. Like, there are three schools around us. There are children in the streets every day. Like, it is not that at all. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So uh you know and and it's not a it's not an area that you know i've lived in ottawa my whole life but you know i don't frequent uh gloucester i grew up in manatick and Greeley, uh so i was in a completely different part of the city so it's not an area i'm super familiar with either but uh no it's great well the most important question is that thanos's sword in the background no it's not in the corner it's it's not we we don't need to go into that it's from it's from another thing it's this this was like the first the first (laughs) time i warping days the the (laughs) first the first time i ever went when we had when we first got comic-con in ottawa and i'm now showing the audience that i'm a gigantic nerd i mean obviously um but the first time we had one we walked in there and walked around on the floor and i saw this thing over my shoulder and like it's it's the perspective's weird because my lens is really wide but like this thing's like four and a half feet long and it's just cut aircraft aluminum so it's like probably 120 pounds and we've been on the floor for like 10 minutes and i was like oh man that's awesome i'm gonna buy it so 20 minutes in and i'm carrying around this 120 pound piece of metal for the rest of the day because the car is like parked over at the airport anyways but yeah that's awesome um it was it was great. Like like Paul and Dave, to your guys' credit, you guys were phenomenal at kind of keeping us in check. We were incredibly nervous about how we stood, uh, like where our footing was for a mortgage. Uh, me being a sole proprietor, and like I had no idea what I looked like on paper as far as banks or anyone giving us a, a substantial amount of money was concerned. And um, you know that ended up you know very quickly being assuaged that you know we were fine and. Even when there, even when there was an issue with the uh, with the lender at one point, uh, by the time you guys told us, you already had someone else kind of like piped in, ready to go sign the paperwork. So it was really a non-issue as far as we concerned. So all that stuff was was awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of things I think that you got. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Greg. I was just going to say, and when you submitted your offer, it was conditional as well, right? On finance. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was our first offer. Our, our original offer was, uh, 50,000 under ask, uh, with conditions and inspection. Um, and, uh, yeah, we ended up, uh, we ended up about, uh, 13,000 under ask with all of our conditions and inspection and everything, which again, like right. at the, at the time of shopping was just not a thing that a lot of people were getting in Ottawa. So it was yeah. awesome. I think it uh, just goes to show. F- I think it goes to show for for home buyers that were sitting on the, uh, you know, in the wings, unsure of the market. Again, you know, having that perception that you're always that you're going to pay, or you're only not going to get, or you're only going to get something at you know X price. Mm-hmm. That it is possible. You know, really just kind of getting your ducks in a row and, and getting a search going that you can. You know, there are places out there for for all budgets and and you know getting conditions or things like that. Not to be uh, too dismayed. Yeah, you know, none of none of that like looking around or anything is is costing you any money particularly. So why not? Like why why wait to wait for like these perfect con- this perfect set of conditions to show up mm-hmm. when, you know, in reality you could be looking that whole time and then the one week that property appears and, you know, that's it's what happened to us. We found the one it had been sitting for a month and we were like, "All right, well, 
let's go for it. And now I'm sitting in the basement. <laughs> it sounds, I know I, we kind of take it for granted because we're, we're in the industry and it seems like the process is very simple, but I think a lot of people overthink the process as well, thinking that it's going to be incredibly hard and challenging yeah. uh, and a lot of moving parts. And there is a lot of moving parts. I shouldn't discount that, but when you're working with people that are in the industry, like we can make it seamless, right? Like we can yeah. actually take a lot of that weight off your plate so that you don't have to be running around like a chicken with your head cut off. We can actually take you from step to step and make sure that it does run smoothly. And that when you do find your home, it's not overwhelming and everything's done in a timely manner and, you know, is taken care of for you. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. yeah. Thank, appreciate you guys for the house that I'm sitting in. So, you know, like I, I think, <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of the decisions that we made and, and, you know, things that we did leading up to going into it were influenced by, you know, me running the show for you guys for the last year and a bit. So, uh, you know, I've learned a lot and I, I like, obviously other people stand to learn a lot as well. So hopefully they're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good for stuff. Sure. Okay. Appreciate that, uh, that insight. Mood boost. Are, are we, are we, are we doing mood boost now? We might be there. I'm also going to buy some oh. metaverse today. Just uh, <laughs> throwing it out there. Um, and a hero. Let's see, mood boosts. I got three. I just got to find them. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Number one, what type of computer does a horse like to eat? An apple. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Yes, mm. they do like their apples. Number two, what is the worst part about working for the Department of Unemployment? Even if you get fired, you still have to show up to work the next day. Still have to go to work since you're unemployed. Number three, dad, what are you doing today? Me, I'm going to get glasses. Dad, and then what are you going to do? Me, I'll see. I like that one. I like I'll that see. one. Because yeah. I now have seen glasses. Mm. That's mm. right. You can see. You can see much better. I can see, see clearly now. <laughs> Whole rap is done. Last, last weeks were much better. Last weeks were much better. Yeah, yeah. They can't all be winners, you know. You need losers to get winners. Oh, they should be, but you know, <laughs> you need to have some losers. Otherwise, there's no winners, you know. Um, shout out to North Brew. Forgot to give them a quick shout at the beginning. James Rankin, North Brew, NorthBrew.ca. Use the promo code podcast and we'll, you'll get, uh, we'll, I was going to say, we'll give you, you'll get 20% uh, off all of your coffee orders. And Greg, tell us quickly, North Brew uh, portion, I think 20% of their sales also goes towards uh, homeless shelters, right? In Ottawa or in shelters, the air? Yeah. 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 And the team so, goes to the Youth Service Bureau. There you go. The Youth, yeah. youth and, Services and Bureau. James, and James owes, owes me a call. James owes me a call. Message from the other day. They got the, and you got the new Blue Panda coffees, don't you? You got the uh, Blue Panda coffees. Yeah, I saw the photos. I saw the photos. Yeah, they're delicious. They're excellent. We need a referral brew. Oh yeah, and by the way, uh, if anyone's listening, uh, I still have some mugs that I want to get rid of. So if you want one, just put it in the comments because I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm doing some Popeyes, uh, pop some Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes. Uh, mm. Probably Popeyes the end of this delicious. week, and and I want to drop some <laughs> off. So if you want a mug, let me know, and and just we can DM me your address, and I'll uh, I'll come and uh, I'll come and see you and drop off a muggy. 
I'm not getting Just back. Slide into Greg's DMs and he'll get at you. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting right. show, gentlemen. We'll be back next week. We'll come with the fire. Yeah. If you haven't Good already, stuff. subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. Like, share. Join us each week. We'll be here. <laughs> Rambling. We'll rip. Rambling. Rambling <laughs> along. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. We will see you next week. And gentlemen, have a have a great have a great week. Have a great Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Do Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday. Everything. Everything. Let's go. <laughs> Tuesday. The Ottawa Real Estate Podcast is brought to you by Referral Mortgages, Blue Panda Realty, and Stephen Hopkins Video. Thanks for tuning in, and please remember to like, comment, share, and most importantly, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you.